And now, the Gospel Reflection with Father Mark D. Battista. Today we pick up the Gospel passage from the beginning of Jesus' public ministry in St. John's Gospel. And we have the scene where St. John the Baptist is there with a few of his disciples, two of them in fact, and Jesus walks past and John the Baptist looks hard at him. He identifies him as the Lamb of God at which point his two disciples go to follow Jesus and they stay with him for the rest of that day. But I want to tease out a little bit the significance of the expression Lamb of God. Lamb of God is something that perhaps we as believers, as Christian believers, would take for granted because we've heard it so many times. But in fact, it wasn't a customary Jewish expression at the time. No doubt, St. John the Baptist would have spoken to his disciples about it. Hence, they understood what he meant when he used it, resulting in the two disciples going to follow Jesus. But in fact, Lamb of God was not a Jewish expression. So where did it come from? The Lamb gained significance for the Jewish people during the time of the Exodus where Moses had asked every family in their household to prepare a lamb. And there's significance about this because the lamb in the land of Egypt was held as a pseudo-sacred animal. In much the same cases in parts of India, for example, the cow is seen as a pseudo-sacred animal, hence the expression holy cow. Something similar was held by the Egyptians, so to ask the Hebrews to actually sacrifice a lamb for the Egyptians would have been something very unpleasant and horror. And the blood of the lamb was to be put onto the doorposts and then the angel of death would come and seeing the blood of the lamb would pass by and slay only the sons, the firstborn of the Egyptians. But the significance was only about lamb at that point. So therefore, the words Lamb of God as a phrase, how do they actually come together? Well, we need to go further back into the scriptures to dig the resources there and find any clues. So now I want you to cast your minds back to the time of Abraham, really the beginning of the development of the, the chosen people, the people of God. Abraham was promised a son, Isaac, for whom he had to wait for 25 years. He was 75 when the promise was made to him. Abraham was 100 when Isaac was finally born. So Isaac now is a young boy, perhaps a teenager. Scripture doesn't tell us. And he takes him to be sacrificed. And on Mount Moriah, tradition says, he's about to sacrifice Isaac. And then God stops him through the angel at the last minute and says, Now I know you fear God. And then Abraham looks up and in a distance he sees a ram stuck by its horns and he sacrifices the ram. But what had happened before is that young Isaac had asked Abraham, Father, the fire is here and the knife. Where is the lamb of sacrifice? And Abraham tells Isaac, God himself will provide the lamb of sacrifice. But scripture tells us that it was a ram that was ultimately sacrificed. 
Now, it might sound like this is just quibbling amongst words, but Scripture doesn't make mistakes. A ram is an adult male sheep, whereas a lamb is still young. So, therefore, we are still looking forward to this lamb that God will provide. And the fulfillment of that prophecy by Abraham is really in Jesus Christ, who is the Lamb of God, who was sacrificed. So every time you hear this expression, Lamb of God, know that it's in fact the fulfillment of a prophecy that goes way, way back into the Old Testament, the fulfillment of the promise of God made to Abraham and to Isaac. <laughs> 